Today's the 9th of Av. Now on your calendar, it's going to be either August or September, depending on the year. And in this particular year, it's going to be Friday night through all day Saturday. The Jews consider it the saddest day of the year. Here's particularly why. The spies came back from spying out the land of Canaan. Everybody had uh, a bit of a hissy fit. And uh, they decided, nah, we really don't want to go. And that night, all the members of the community raised their voices and wept aloud. To this day, the ninth, uh, well, the night at least, from the 8th through the ninth of August, part of the fasting and mourning period for this reason. And then it says this, all the Israelites grumbled against Moses and Aaron, and the whole assembly said to them, if only we had died in Egypt or in this wilderness. <laughs> now, this is a good reminder. Have you ever felt like, I just would rather be dead? You know, that that's, that is a direct kind of uh, word from the devil mm-hmm. to make you feel like that is the solution. If only, it's like you have an argument, you think, well, that would teach him. Yeah. Okay, so this is where you can see Satan really clearly. They're saying we would rather die than obey and go back. Why is Jehovah bringing us to this land only to let us fall by the sword? Our wives and children will be taken as plunder. Wouldn't it be better for us to go back to Egypt? And they said to each other, we should choose a leader to go back to Egypt. Again, they say, freaking God, let's go back. Mm. Then Moses and Aaron fell face down in front of the whole Israelite assembly gathered there. Joshua, son of Nun, and now Caleb, son of Jephunneh. So both of them together, Joshua and Caleb, who were among those who had explored the land, tore their clothes and said to the entire Israelite assembly, the land we passed through and explored is exceedingly good. If Yehovah is pleased with us, he will lead us into that land, land flowing with milk and honey, and will give it to us. Only do not rebel and go against Jehovah. Do not be afraid of the people of the land, because we will will devour them. Their protection is gone. But Yehovah is with us. Do not be afraid of them. Best speech ever. But the whole assembly talked about stoning them. All right, so it's not a brave heart moment for these guys. <laughs> then the glory of Yehovah appeared at the tent of meeting to all the Israelites. And you know that moment when you just got caught. When, <laughs> when your father has said, enough. Let me just say this. The ninth law is all about tragedy and loss. It's about what happens when you don't learn the lessons you should from what you've lost. It's about what happens when God withdraws his presence because we refuse to obey him. Or even worse, we don't recognize him or his voice. Sometimes he uses others, often people in authority. They were so caught up in fear, they forgot that God who led them there was in right there in their midst. Yeah. They just didn't see him. But as soon as he makes himself visible, uh-oh. Jehovah said to Moses, how long will these people treat me with contempt? How long will they refuse to believe in me in spite of all the signs I performed among them? Now remember, you're supposed to personalize all the stories that are in the whole Exodus. So can God say that about you or can God say that about me? How long will they refuse to believe in me? Mm. I've showed them. Then God threatened to kill them all. We'll just sum that up for you. And Moses pleaded with him to forgive them, which God does. And then the hammer drops. There's more than forgiveness that was needed in this case. Then Jehovah said to tell them, as surely as I live, declares Jehovah. And that's basically what his name means. It's, I'm alive. I will do to you the very things I heard you say. The carcasses of you who have complained against me shall fall in this wilderness, except for Caleb and Joshua. According to the number of days which you spied out the land, 40 days, you came up with a number, you decided to do it. Mm. (laughs) For each day, you shall bear your guilt one year, namely 40 years, and you shall know my rejection. Mm. Those very men who brought the evil report about the land died by the plague before Jehovah. So 10 out of 12, immediately, they're dead. 
The next morning, they repented and said they were ready to go into the land. <laughs> All right, change your mind. <laughs> Moses said, Yehovah is not with you. Don't do it. <laughs> of course, do I have to say it? They did it anyway and were utterly defeated. For what it's worth, 39 years later, when they returned to the border as a new generation of warriors, Moses gave a rather somber brave heart speech at this time. You'll be coming to conquer nations that are greater and more powerful than you, with great cities fortified to the skies. They're a great nation, as tall as giants. Mm. So long before they even went in, this time he said, look, we already know the report. That has nothing to do with us going in. Be realistic. Remember how we started today with a reminder of a verse in Corinthians, God was not pleased with most of them, so their dead bodies were scattered over the desert. These things have become examples for us so that we don't desire what is evil as they did. So what is the lesson we should take away from this? There's a lot of them. Mostly just obey, just obey. It's always the best idea. And I say that knowing I've lived a long time and have spent way too many times not obeying. Not so listening. long in being stuck in stupid. Stuck yes. in stupid. Yeah. I come in and teach on the Feast of Jehovah and the events of the Exodus journey throughout the year because it's so important. So let's go back a bit. Now I want you to think about this. All right. So Q, challenge for you too. All the stories from Genesis, Exodus, and the scriptures that you've heard or read or studied that might be similar to this one. Now I read the whole story to you. Because looking at the two stories together is how we can learn the best lesson. So I'm going to give you a bit of a riddle. Think about another story that includes many of the identical elements as the story of the 12 spies and the bad report. Both stories share 10 elements and other things too. All 12 tribes are involved. Someone's on a mission, sent to bring back a report. Deba, that's evil talk or a bad report in both stories. And nowhere else in the Torah. So that's in both stories. Give you that hint. The mission involves the Hebron Valley and the Valley of Eskal again. The idea of spying out the land is involved. I'll tell you the other five coming up. So I want you to think about this. When we come back, I'm going to walk you through the story that is a mirror of this story. A lot of times God gives us that. I don't know about you, but has he taught you the same thing a hundred times in a row? Many times, <laughs> yes. still going, <sighs> that's the way we are. So think about that and I'll give you the clue to it.